Welcome to Live the Dream. That name in itself tells you what the program is all about. It's about knowing not only about what you don't want, but finding out how to define and live the life that you do want. Now, here's your host, Karen Dillon, and co-hosts, Marissa Marseille and Tom Pearson. Hi, this is Karan Dillon, host of the show Live Your Dream. And so far in this series, what we've covered is the process of what it takes to go and pursue your dream and make it happen. Now, when we talk about Live Your Dream, you know, one of the things we've mentioned is that many people feel that when we talk about a dream, you know, many people think about of millions of dollars and mansions and cars and planes. And that's actually true for many people. However, What we talk about when we say live your dream is really to live your life in a way that is true for you. Something that is in line with your values. Something that when you live the way uh, that that is in line with your values, that actually brings you happiness. Because simply chasing material objects obviously does not create happiness because happiness doesn't come from material goods, despite what we get told in the media. You know, I think most people at least have a sense of this that just chasing material objects, in fact, creates misery, not happiness. And because really, happiness in life comes from two spaces, right? It's the people in our life. Well, the source of happiness is yourself always. But outside of us, there's the people in your life that you permit in your life, and then the experiences that you have in life, right? Um, However, in order to really live the life that you want, there are two key things that are very, very important. In fact, you have to have these together if you're going to have any kind of a life that you can be proud of. The first thing is you actually need some money, right? How much money you need is up to you, whether you need $100,000, $100 million, a billion dollars, that is for you to decide. Just remember, if you do decide that's what you want, you then have to go and pursue it and then make it happen. Otherwise, it creates more unhappiness than happiness. So you need money, of course. And then in addition to that, at the same time, I should say, you need time. Right? It makes no sense to acquire, go, uh, go out there and acquire a ton of money, but then have no ability to enjoy it because that creates more stress than it's worth. Then, you're just, then you feel like a hamster on a wheel, just, um, just going round and round like, um, on, in a rat race and not being able to enjoy the fruits of all the work that you've put in. So if you want to live the dream, uh, in the past episodes, like I said, we talked about how you define a dream. Um, how you go about pursuing it, and then what success looks like, right? Because success essentially, if the basic definition of success is getting what you want, right? And regardless of what goals you set for yourself, you're going, to ha- you're going to need these two things, and you're going to need these two things together, which is you're going to need time, and you're going to need money. So today, let's take a look at what it takes to create these two key elements and have them present in your life at the same time so you can actually set goals, achieve them, and then have the resources, which is time and money, available to enjoy whatever goal you've set for yourself. And to do this, I'm going to bring together concepts from many, many different sources. And these are the concepts that we've been uh, sort of collecting and putting together into a process over the last 10 years that we've been um, helping our clients achieve their goals. Right. So what I'm going to be talking about here is how you go about creating both time and money for yourselves in your life. Now, when you pursue anything, right, one of the most important things to understand is where are you starting from? 
because your starting point is the most important thing in any pursuit. Most people, when they uh, focus on a goal, they tend, or they, when they set a goal, I should say, they tend to get focused on the goal. Um, just to give you an example of what I'm talking about, let's just use an example of driving. Let's say you want to drive your car, you're in San Francisco, and you, or let's say, you, and you want to drive to Los Angeles. The goal is getting to Los Angeles. However, the most important thing for you right now is to figure out exactly where you are. Because if you can't figure that out, getting to Los Angeles is going to be very, very difficult. Right? It doesn't matter how much you focus on what Los Angeles looks like. You have to get very clear about where you are so that the next steps that you need to take start to become clear. And that's one of the biggest challenges that I find when people set their goals and start to achieve, uh, pursue them is they've spent a lot of time focusing on the goal. You know, they'll visualize it, they'll think about it, they'll create vision boards like we've talked about on and on and on. However, they spend very little to no time understanding exactly where they are. So they have a very difficult time even making a little bit of progress, okay? So in order to understand that, one of the things you have to understand is, let's talk about the first, the, 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 the first two things, which is time and money. How are these impacted based on your current situation in life, okay? And the current situation in life is, there's basically four spots you can start from, or four ways to make money in life, essentially, right? And this is a book uh, called Rich Dad, Poor Dad from Robert Kiyosaki. He explains this in that book very, very well. So I'm going to go over that uh, as to what your starting point is, right? So the four ways you make money in life and in business in general are the first way you make money in, is as an employee, right? You go to work, somebody pays you. Then some of these people get tired of working for other people or they feel they have a skill and then they can use that skill to make money and go out there, um, you know, as a, either as an independent consultant or have a small business. And so those people, we, we talk about, you know, essentially they're still trading time for money like an employee, but at least they're doing it for themselves, right? They don't have a company they work for. They essentially go out and work for themselves. The, fourth, uh, the third way you make money um, in business is as a business owner, right? A business owner is very different from a self-employed person or a small, small business like we talked about earlier, which is a business owner focuses on building a system and then having a team run that system, right? So if you have a system and you have a team running that system, guess who's not doing all the work? You, the owner, right? So that's the third way. And the fourth way is that you actually have money and then you invest that money to make money for you, right? So that's called an investor. Now, how you will be successful depends on where you are, what is your starting point. In, and so therefore, your starting point is one of these four places. It doesn't matter where you are. You have to get very clear where you are and how you want to pursue having the time in your life and having money, right? So let's just go through these one by one because the important thing to understand is that these four different places that I talked about, these people have four different mindsets. They think very differently. Right, and what I said, uh, what I said earlier, that you have to understand your starting point. That is exactly what I was talking about. Is that the most important thing that you have to understand is where is my mindset today? Because everything that's happening to you in, in life, right, the amount of money you make, the amount of time you have, relationships, your good luck or bad luck, all of that stuff that you're experiencing is directly a result of your mindset. And we covered a lot of this in the past episodes, so I'm not going to go into that today. 
but I'm going to go into the specific mindsets that people have in each of these four areas of life, right? So let's start with the employee. Um, what is the mindset of an employee? What do they actually want? Right? If you think about it carefully, an employee, what they really want is a steady paycheck. Right? They want a safe and secure job with benefits. They want to work and they want somebody to pay them for their work. Okay? And that's the mindset of an employee. Now, what's the mindset of a small business owner or a self-employed person? It's pretty essentially the same thing, which is, look, I'm going to go out there and do work, right? But, and then somebody's going to pay me for it. The only difference is that these people don't want to work for somebody else. They get sick and tired of being an employee, but then they go out there and they work for themselves, right? They quit their job or maybe they inherited a business from the family, whatever it's their circumstances, right? That's their starting point. However, what happens to uh, the mindset, I guess, uh, going back to what I was saying is the mindset for these people is that they want more control over their life, right? That's the key thing. In fact, many of these people have phrases like this, which is they're like, look, if it's got to be done right, it's got to be done by me. So essentially, they feel that they are the ones that have to do all the work. And if they do the work themselves, it'll get done right. And then, you know, they'll be successful and somebody will pay them. So the challenge with this group is that very quickly, they run out of something very, very important, which is what? Time, right? So both employees and self-employed people make money for sure, right? Because you can have a high paying job and you can be self-employed, have a small business, have a little team around you and you know that team does good work and you get paid. Um, but essentially, since you're the one that's involved in everything, everything has to go through you, your time very, very quickly gets taken up. Okay? So the, the challenge with this first two, uh, these two groups, I should say, is that they do make money. However, they've, they very frequently run out of time to actually enjoy any of the money they're making. And on the flip side, the only way they can have more time is if they work less. And since they're trading hours for dollars, essentially, if they work less, they make less what? Money, right? So these, this, these uh, two people are in a bit of a quandary that they can never, ever have more time and more money at the same time. And that's a problem. Right. So then you go to the, the other two, which is the business owners. The mindset of a business owner is very, very different. Right? The business owner is focused on developing a system. A business owner is very happy to work for free as long as they're building a system. Right? Because they know once they have a system built, that system will then start to create a process where they, if they bring on the right team, that team and the system together will generate money, right? And then finally, investors, obviously, you know, to be an investor, the principle is you have some money, and that money, if invested wisely, will create more money for you, okay? So both the business owners and investors have the capacity, have the possibility, not necessarily they will do it, but they have, they're in a much better position to create the essential elements of living your dream, which is having time and money together in the first place, right? But if you look at all three of these, you know, of all four of these, I mean, employees, self-employed people, business owners, and investors, of these four, which one do you think makes the most money? Now, when I ask this question, very frequently, the answer comes back is, of course, it's the investor. And the reason for that is many people think of famous investors in the news, Warren Buffett comes up, you know, there's a few others. However, if you, let's just take that example, you know, for a second, Warren Buffett, right? When he invests, do you think he invests like you and me? He goes out into the market and buys a few share of a, shares of a company? 
No. Very frequently, what is he doing? He's buying the whole company or essentially, or he's buying a big controlling share in a business, right? So Warren Buffett is really not an investor. He's a what? A business owner, okay? The point I'm getting at is the truth is the business owner, the business owners make more money than all the other three combined. Because if you think about the richest people in the world, who are they? I mean, names pop up like uh, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, uh, Bill Gates, Larry, Larry Ellis, and on and on and on. Okay, all of these people are what? Business owners. They are not investors. Okay, so the thing to understand is that if you're going to go pursue a dream and you want to have that dream be where you enjoy your life on your own terms, right? You're going to need these two things. Like we said, you're going to need money. Whatever you decide is the, the right amount for you. And you're going to need free time to enjoy that money and live the type of life that you want. Okay? And in order to do that, the best space to be is the business owner space. Own a business that operates on systems and on a team that runs those systems. And your job is to create that space. Does that make sense? Right? Because one of the most important things in, in this is to understand how that space is created. Because it is created by understanding cash flow. Because we're talking about money after all, right? Cash flow is the blood supply of a business. And the way you manage money, the way you manage cash flow determines whether you'll be successful in a, in a business or not. Because the way, the way it works, the way it actually works and you become successful is you invest your money like I said, you build a business where you have systems and you have a team that runs those systems and that process generates income. Now, what you do with that income is very important because what the most successful people do is they invest that income into assets, okay? So let's just define an asset real quick because there's two things in life. Obviously, there's assets and liabilities, right? Now, assets, just the business definition of an asset just to understand it real quick. An asset is something that puts money in your pocket whether you work or not. That's it, that's what an asset is, okay? Therefore, what's a liability? Simple, it's something that takes money from your pocket whether you work or not. Now, just to give a common example, right? Most people have a house. And if I ask you a question like, is your house an, is an, an asset or a liability? You actually get mixed answers. Some say it's an asset, some say it's a liability, okay? Now, the key thing to understand is, what is it for you? Because if you ask a bank, okay, is the house, an asset or a liability. They'll say, obviously it's an asset, right? They just don't tell you whose asset it is because every month, what does it do? It puts money in the bank's pocket. Every month, what does it do to you? It takes money out of your pocket. So as long as you live in the house that you own, that house is a liability. Okay? You have to understand that very clear. That's what I mean by understanding cash flow. Okay? Um, now, the day you sell it, you might get some money and that, that on that day, it becomes an asset. However, lots of people found out that that's ne that day necessarily doesn't come, right? Because the markets go up and markets go down. So understanding cash flow is important. Like I said, people who become very, very successful in life understand that when you generate, when you create a process that generates income, you invest that into assets. What do assets do? Generate more income. And what do you do with that income? You buy more what? Assets. So this is the cycle that allows rich people to become rich. You never heard that phrase where rich get richer and the poor get poorer. This is exactly why, right? Because on the other side, what happens is, we've all heard the term that you should work hard or you should you know, 
go to school, work hard, get good grades, and then go get a what? Job, right? Now you work in this job, when money comes in in a job, what happens? When income comes in? Most people spend it on what? Expenses, right? They have a bunch of liabilities. They have houses and cars and boats. So money comes in, gets spent on all of these. The first thing it does, it gets taxed, right? And it goes out in the form of all these expenses. So money comes in, it just goes out. Money comes in, goes out. That's the cash flow pattern of typically the poor and the middle class. So like I was saying in the beginning, that in order to achieve any goal, especially if you're trying to achieve financial goals, you know, live your dreams, you're going to need some money, you have to understand exactly where you're starting from, which of these four places you're starting from. And then you have to decide where you want to be. So if you are an employee, self-employed person, or a small business owner, or an, even an investor, the best place for you to get to is being a business owner. Okay, so you have to get very, very clear about that because in that space, that's where you can have the largest amount of money and free time together. So if that is the case, you know, if you think about it, if that's the case, why is it most people in the world are not business owners? Why is it that most people are actually 90, what is it, 93, 94% of people in the world are either self-employed or employees? Why is that? Because okay? we know this is what I'm saying isn't very, it's not a secret. Everybody understands this. Then, but then why is it so many people are, are still employees or self-employed people? Okay. Then on the other side of the break, we're, gonna, we're going to get into why that is. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sometimes the curveballs that life throws you are just too much to handle. You may have been abused. You may be going through serious addictions. You may be bullied. You may think it's over and nobody cares. Stop. There is a forum for you. Listen for Abba Daddy House Girls Speak Out. Hosted by Annette Smith and Myrna Thatcher. We give you a voice and provide an outlet for your stories. We can help one show at a time. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change can be a scary thing. It's way too easy to stay inside your comfort zone. But the world is changing, and that's not going to stop. Without adapting yourself to the rest of life is just selling yourself short. Join Sandra Hill every week for Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. You gain insight with expert guests, experiences, and tools to help you navigate the change and perhaps even welcome it. Listen live on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Live the Dream. To reach the show live today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Karen. That's K-A-R-A-N at thecontractorscoach.com. Now, back to Live the Dream. Hi, everyone. This is Karen Dillon, your host of the show, Live the Dream. All right. So before the break, we were talking about the fact that the most money in the world is generated 
in by being a business owner. Yet, whatever the exact number is, I don't know, but more than 90% of the people in this world are either employees or self-employed, right? Or have, they have, a, they have a small business. And so since most of us want to have a great life, right? For that, we know we need two things. We need money and we need time, right? And that the most of that is available in uh, the space of being a business owner. So if we understand that, why is it that most people actually stick with being an employee or even small business owners, okay? And the reason for that is there is one thing that stops people. Okay, that's the one thing that gets in the way of people living their dreams and achieving everything that they want. And that one thing is your brain. Okay, it's your brain that stops you from having the life that you want, from going after and pursuing all the goals that you want, and really achieving the things that you want in life. Okay, so let me get into more specifically what I'm talking about when I say your brain. Okay, if you think about our minds, right? our brain, I guess you could call it. Uh, I'll talk about it as the mind because that's really what we're talking about. We have a part of our mind that's conscious and part of our mind that's the other part, which is what? Subconscious, right? Because sometimes I ask this question and people say, oh, it's the unconscious. It's not the unconscious. You know, unconscious if you, is if you have too much to drink and you pass out, right? That's unconscious, okay? So we have two parts of our mind, which is the conscious and the unconscious. Now, if I ask, ask you a question, hey, how much of your brain or your mind is the conscious part? What would you say? You know, most people actually have a pretty decent understanding. They're like, hey, it's about 10%. And that's actually pretty accurate. And most experts agree about 10% of, of our mind is the conscious part. This is the part where we are 100% aware of everything that we're doing. So if 10% of our mind is the conscious part, what about the rest? What is that? Right? That's the subconscious, obviously. The subconscious is where we do things where we're not really aware of them. Or something we've done so many times, it's just we don't ever think about it. You know, a good example is driving a car. Now, if you think about the first time you had to drive a car, the very first time you got into it, and you, maybe you're doing a, 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 the driving, you're learning how to drive, how difficult was it to just get the car to go the, for the first 10 yards? I mean, it was nerve-wracking. You had to think about everything that you were doing. You know, where is the accelerator? Or how do I turn the wheel? I can't quite gauge the turning radius on and on and on, right? But very, very quickly, you do that enough times. Now, when you, let's just think about the last time you drove a car. Okay, let's say you're driving a car on the freeway. How much of the time that you're driving that car, are you fully 100% conscious of everything that you're doing to drive that car? About 10%, right? If that. So the point I'm making is that we go through life exactly like this, okay? Where very little of the life is actually lived consciously. Most of, the li- most of the lives for most people is lived subconsciously, almost like on autopilot. Right? Most people get up in the morning, they take their shower, have their coffee, uh, put on their clothes, go to work, they do whatever they do at work, they come back, uh, have their dinner, watch some TV, maybe read a book, go to sleep, then they get up the next morning, what do they do? Exactly the same thing. Right? However, some people, they're like, well, they get frustrated, like, this is not good. I want to change this. I want to do something different. I want to improve my life. I want to do, go after the dreams that I have. Then when they try to do that, something else gets in the way, okay? This, is, this something else is something called the little voice, the little voice in your brain. And if you don't know what that is, it's the one that's asking you right now, what is the little voice? That's the voice I'm talking about. Okay. There's many terms for it. Some people call it self-talk. There's other words. But little voice is a coined phrase by a guy called Blair, Blair Singer. You know, he was one of my uh, past coaches. 
he actually wrote a book on it. It's called Little Voice Mastery. Great book. I would recommend everybody read it. Okay. So in that book, he talks about the fact that we all have a little voice. Okay. I know about you guys, but my little voice sounds like my mom, right? Whatever thing she said to me like 20, 30 years ago, it's still in my brain. Okay. Most of us have. Some people say it sounds like my you know, wife, my husband, my dad, whatever it is. We all have a little voice. Okay. Now, the thing is, we all have a little voice and it's always operating in the background in, at the subconscious level. Now understand, if you remember, how much of our brain is subconscious? 90%. Okay. So if we are consciously trying to do something, we're going after our dreams or goals or we're trying to pursue a better life and the little voice in our brain doesn't agree with what we're trying to do. Right? It's like, hey, you're not good enough. Uh, you're too old for this. You're too young for this. You're not, too, you're not educated enough. You don't have enough experience. Uh, if you do this, something bad will happen. Blah, blah, blah. Right? If that's what's going on in the, the subconscious part of your mind, which is, by the way, 90% of your mind, what are your chances of success? Realistically, not very good. Right? That's why so many people fail. They don't fail because they don't have knowledge or they don't have skill or they don't have even the desire. It's that they have no clue why or who is stopping them. Because the person who gets in your way the most is who? Obviously, I think your brain will tell you right now it's yourself, okay, if you're at least even remotely honest. Yeah, and that's the truth. You are the person that gets in your way the most. Because the thing is, who's the only person in life who can stop you? That's right, it's you. There's nobody else, right? People can support you, or they can be against you, or they can try to get in the way, they can discourage you, whatever it is. However, the only person that can actually stop you from going after and achieving the things that you want is who? Yourself. And the reason for that is that most people are completely unaware of what's going on in their own subconscious mind, what the little voice is saying to them. Right? Because in order to be successful, you have to, first of all, recognize that there is this self-talk and this little voice going on at all times. And if what that little voice is saying is not in your favor, you, have a very, you will have a very difficult time being successful. Because it's very hard to basically argue with yourself constantly and then do anything in the real world. Okay, so what you have to do is you have to become very, very aware and conscious of what is going on in your subconscious mind, what the little voice is saying to you, and then actively go in and manage this little voice. Okay, actively go in and manage it, because if you don't, it's going to become self-sabotaging. It's going to actually get in the way of you achieving the things that you want to achieve and going and going after the things that you want in life. I'm hoping that's making sense, right? Because if you think about it, in, um, in a different way. I was talking about understanding where you are and where you want to go, right? So let's, take a, let's just imagine for a second, imagine yourself as the person that you want to become, right? So just think about that person. This is a person who has now achieved everything that you want in life. Okay? This person has, you know, whatever your goals are. Let's say this person has the type of business you want, the amount of money that you want, the type of relationship, the type of spouse, the vacations, um, the houses, the cars, planes, whatever it is that you want. Okay, so that this person has all of that stuff. Now, in order to become this person, right, you are here today, you're trying to become this person who can have all these things. Okay, you're trying to go from where you are today towards this person. When you try to do that, when you start that process, what happens? 
all of us encounter a lot of resistance. And where is this resistance coming from? Ourselves. Okay? This resistance is coming from us in the form of our little voice, in the form of the little voice saying, don't try this. You know, it's too risky. You'll never succeed. I don't know what's going to happen. You, know, you don't know enough. Gather more information. Go read a book. Watch a video. Okay? Anything and everything other than go and actively pursue what you're looking to pursue. And if you don't understand that, you're going to listen to this. You're like, well, I don't feel good about this. I'm not ready yet. Okay? How many of you have heard people say exactly that? Someday, you know, when the stars line up or, you know, one day I'm going to go after this or one day this situation will get better. Okay? That's all just self-sabotage. It doesn't really, that one day almost never comes. Okay? Because the way you have to really understand this and go about pursuing something like this is like I said, first of all, you have to become very aware of what that little voice in your head is saying. Okay? What does it actually say to you? And then you have to question it. Is this the truth? Okay. Is this, this feeling I have or this phrase that keeps popping in my head, you're not good enough, you'll never succeed. Is this even my phrase? I mean, the, the obvious question you have to ask yourself sometimes is, was I born with this? And 99% of the time is the answer is no. Okay. Somebody somewhere along the line said this to you and you agreed with them. I think we talked about that basically is called an agreement, right? We talked about agreements um, in one of the past episodes. I highly recommend you go listen. I think it was the first one. I highly recommend you go listen to that if you don't know what I'm talking about, okay? Because these are the agreements. These agreements we have are with who? Ourselves, nobody else, okay? It's an agreement nobody knows about. We have with ourselves, and that's what gets in the way. So the thing, again, you have to ask yourself is this. If I want to have these things, right? The idea is hopefully by now you've, you've become clear on what you want to have. What do I have to do? Okay? Because in order to have something, you obviously have to do something. It's not just going to fall from the sky. Okay? So what do I have to do? Get very clear about that. And if you're going to do these things, and the question you have to ask yourself is this, who do I need to be? Who do I need to be from a mindset perspective so that I will automatically do these things so I can have what I want to have in life? Okay. Because let's, let's take an example of this, right? So if, if you want to have, let's say, a good fit body, just a simple example, what are the two things you have to do in order to have a good fit body? Anywhere you go in the world, you'll get the answer right away. Eat right and exercise, right? That's it. Those are the two things you have to do. If that's the case, then why are there millions and millions of CDs and DVDs and books written on eating right and exercise? Why is that? The reason is because there's a big difference between knowing something and doing it, okay? A lot of us walk around knowing a lot of stuff, but most of us don't do anything about it or you don't use it in our daily life, okay? So the question is why? If we know that in order to have something, you know, we want to do something, why is it that we don't all, all of us do what we need to do? You know, let me just give you an example going, uh, taking this further. Let's say we're like, okay, we need to eat right and exercise. All right, good. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to set my alarm at five in the morning and I'm going to go to the gym. Tomorrow morning comes, the alarm goes off at five in the morning. Immediately what happens? The little boy starts to pop up. Oh my God, it's too early. I'm so tired, right? It's too cold outside. It's too dark, blah, 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 blah. Okay, and then he hits snooze. And then all of a sudden you hit snooze four times and now it's too late, okay? And the question you have to ask, because the thing is, each one of us has a winner on one shoulder and a loser on the other. And what determines who wins the day is exactly determined by 
how you manage the little voice in your head. Okay. Do you listen to the guy who says, hey, nope, it's time. You got to get up. You got to go. You got to make this happen. Or the other one who says, oh, it's too late or it's too early and I'm too tired. It's too dark, too cold, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And that is a moment by moment decision that you have to make all through your life. And so the more conscious you become, the more aware you become of this process, the better you can be at it. Because at the end of the day, you have to realize that it all comes down to this, is who do you need to be? Who do you need to be from a mindset perspective? So you will automatically go out there and do the things that you want to do and achieve the things that you want to achieve in life. Okay? So how do you get there? What does it take to be that person? What it takes is to become somebody who can take full and complete responsibility for your results. Okay? What does that mean? What that means is we understand that everything in our life comes from the mindset that we have. What we think controls what we do. What we do determines what we have. Okay? So if you don't have the things that you want in life, whether it's money or it's time or it's a relationship or whatever it is that you don't have, understand something. The reason you don't have it is because you are not thinking in a way that will get it to you. Because if you were, you would already have it. Does that make sense? And so that's what I'm talking about is taking full and complete responsibility for the results in your life. Let me just talk about money here for a second. So we're talking about mindset, right? When we say, what do you think? That actually, that is exactly what I'm saying is it's your mindset. So if you want to find out what your mindset is around money, how would you find out? Pretty, pretty straightforward question, but most people have a very difficult time answering it, right? If you want to know what is your mindset around money today, how would you know? The answer is very simple. Take a look at your tax return. Take a look at the number at the bottom that you got left over after taxes. Okay? That, deter- that represents your mindset around money today. Okay? For some people, it's a bitter pill to swallow because that number is not very big. However, it's not good, bad, or ugly. It doesn't matter. It's simply understanding what the truth is. That's what I was saying earlier. You have to know where you're starting from. It doesn't matter if you want to make $100 million. Okay, great. Set that goal. But then spend a lot of time understanding where you're starting from. Okay? And if that number today is 10,000, I'm just using an exaggerated example, then you got a ways to go. But at least become aware and own that number. Okay? Because sometimes it won't feel good. And that's the challenge. Most people... When you ask them, you know, what's, how, how are things, they'll, they'll, their answer is like, oh, they're fine, great. Okay? Because most people live in denial. They deny that a problem exists or that they actually are living day to day with that problem and not doing anything about it. The problem is if you live in denial, does it improve anything? Does it make anything better? No. Right? After a while, you can't deny it. The problem becomes so obvious, you can't help it. Okay, then then what people do is they move on to the next logical step, which is they start to lay blame. They start to blame people. Like, you know, in business, you hear this all the time. Oh, well, you know, you can't find good people. Uh, My employees don't work very hard. Um, The economy is not very good. No, 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 no. You know, blame anything and everybody but who? Themselves for the results that they're producing in life. Okay, and you hear this in personal life as well. You know, my wife won't let me do it or my, you know, my husband won't let me do this or it is just on and on. Blaming anybody and every, anyone except who? Yourself, okay? 
However, that doesn't make anything better either. I mean, nobody improved their situation by blaming others. So when the situation starts to get really worse, then people move to the next step, which is that they start to justify. They're like, well, life is hard. Money is hard to make. You know, nobody will care about my business like I do. Or, you know, blah, 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 whatever. You know, you've heard plenty of versions of this. Yeah, so justifying doesn't improve anything either. And then when things get really, really bad, people take the next logical step, which is what? They quit. They quit on themselves, okay? They either, you know, their business goes bankrupt, they quit their job, it's too hard, or whatever it is, whatever their version of quitting is. But the problem is, if you quit, it doesn't, the problem doesn't end there. You just go somewhere else and you start the process all over again, okay? And so that's kind of what we talk about. This is like how victims live, right? This is a victim way of living, deny, label, blame, justify, and then basically you just quit. You don't have anything else to do. And so the exact opposite of that is what we talked about earlier, which is living what we call above the line, taking full and complete responsibility for the results that you have in life, okay? And on the other side of the break, we're going to get into what that actually looks like. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Get ready for High Vibe In It with hosts Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. This is an all-new look at self-empowerment and lifestyle design. If you are still trying to figure out the law of attraction, spirituality, self-love, and more, we'll break it down for you. You can create the life of your dreams and own your power. Listen for High Vibe In It. We're live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This will be one hour you will make time for. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to The Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Live the Dream. To reach the show live today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Karen. That's K-A-R-A-N at thecontractorscoach.com. Now, back to Live the Dream. All right, welcome back, everyone. This is Karen Dillon, host of the show, Live Your Dream. And so far in the show, we've covered the key things that you need to live your dream, whatever it is. You need money and you need time, okay? And we've sort of talked about where, you know, how you should live so that you actually have those two things together. 
And then we covered all of the areas, uh, the areas as to why, if, if it's so clear on what you should do to have a life that you're really proud of, live your dream, why is it that so many people don't have it, right? So now what we're going to talk about is what does it take to actually go through the process where you go from where you are today to achieving the things that you want to have, you know, and that place that we, oh, that we, the place where you achieve what you want to have, we call that the power position. Okay. Simply having power in life simply means you can go and make things happen. You can make things happen to you the way you want them to happen, right? Because there's two ways to live life. You can live life wondering or having things happen to you, or you can live life where you make things happen. So if you want to live life making things happen the way you want them to, that's what we call living in the power position, okay? And obviously, most of us don't live there or most of us don't start our life there, right? It's a process you have to learn how to get to. Most of us, you know, like I was saying earlier, you have to understand your starting position. Most of us, when we don't know or are not aware of how to get to this place, live our lives in a place where we call where you're invisible, right? You're essentially not even showing up for yourself in your life, where the results that you get are very, very, they're not even mediocre, they're very meager. You put in a lot of effort, but you're not getting the results that you want. In fact, sometimes it's the opposite. And you're wondering, what the heck is going on? Like, why is it that I am not going in the direction, my life is not going in the direction that I want it to go? Okay, I'm working hard, I'm trying this, I'm trying that, but I'm not getting what I want. And the reason for that is that you have not understood where you're starting from. Hope that's making sense. You have not invested the time and effort to figure out exactly where you are, where your mindset is today in relation to what you're trying to achieve, whether it's money, whether it's relationships, whether it's time, whatever it is, okay? It's very, very important to understand your starting point. And that's why I call this stage the invisible stage because you're not even present. You're not even in the right space mentally, okay? And that's where you have to start. You have to start understanding and investing time, understanding your starting point. I cannot even, I cannot overemphasize the importance of this step because only when you understand very accurately what your starting point is, do you have the ability to take the correct actions, the correct steps, or even to understand what the right steps are that will take you in the direction that you want to go. Because if you don't do that, guess what happens? All your actions, all your efforts take you in a direction other than where you want to go. Okay, there's lots and lots of directions that don't lead to where you want. There's only one, there's very few that actually will take you in the direction that you want. Okay? So that's why it is very, very important to understand, spend the time, money, and effort to invest and understand where your mindset is today in relation to where you want to go. And then when you understand it, that's when you start to then take steps to move yourself in the right direction. A lot of that is going to be understanding your own blocks. Okay, what is it that's blocking you today from going in the direction that you want to go? Because if you didn't have that block, guess what? You'll already be in a different place. Okay, because the, the thing that happens when you start to do this, all of a sudden, 
lot of things start to fall in place. Lots of things start to happen. In fact, sometimes things happen so quickly. In fact, it's very frequent, actually. They happen so quickly that it overwhelms the person trying to do, that, do these things. You'll start to get so many results in such a short period of time. You're like, you're like, where the hell was this this whole time? Okay. And for most people, they're absolutely unprepared for this <clears throat> because they go through life going, you know, in a total dry spell. They're not getting anything. Then all of a sudden, they finally start taking the right actions. And now they're flooded with the results that they want. And they individually have no capacity to handle it. Okay. So their life goes into the next stage from invisible. And the next stage is called chaos. Okay. They're just overwhelmed. They're, you know, whether it's money or it's, you know, success in other spaces, they just get so many, so many results in such a short period of time that they're, and they have no ability or understanding on how to handle it. And they go into chaos. Okay. And this chaos is actually a great space if you know what you're doing and a horrible space if you don't know what you're doing. So let's start with why it's horrible. If you don't know what you're doing and the, then what happens with chaos is it number one, it overwhelms the person. Number two, the only way they know how to respond to something like this is to work hard. Just work, 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 spend hours and hours and hours just trying to deal with all the results that you be, you're producing. And then their life goes from bad to worse, right? First, let's say they didn't have any money. They had tons of time because they were not doing anything right. Now, all of a sudden, they are making money. Things are happening, but they're back to square one. They have no time because they're swamped, right? They're just swamped trying to deal with life on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay? And many business owners actually face this a lot. And <clears throat> the truth is, if we're talking business here, most businesses never get past the stage of chaos. And the stage of chaos is where, yeah, you're making money, but the, everything is so overwhelming that the business basically takes over your life, right? It, it becomes your life. Morning to night, you're just a slave to your own business, okay? And like I was saying earlier, most businesses, and I would you know, generously say it's at least 85% of businesses, um, don't get past this stage. And the reason is why. The answer is very simple. They just don't know what to do to get past this stage. And the answer is very simple. Okay. It is exactly what we talked about earlier in the show. If you're going to develop a life where you have money and you have time, okay, that's how you live your dream, whatever your dream is, right? You have to have the money and to fund it and the, the time to enjoy it. You're going to have to be in the space of having a business, okay? Having a business that runs on systems and that runs on a team trained on running those systems. And so in order to have this at this stage, you have to do the third thing, right? The first two were obviously build a system, have a team that runs them. The third thing is invest money in building the first two. And this is where most business owners fall short because the little voice, like we talked about earlier, takes over. Oh, I don't have the money. No, I can't get any money, right? It doesn't matter you have to develop the mindset that what I need to do is develop a process in my, or develop a mindset where I will acquire the money to do the first two. Does that make sense? The key thing is develop the mindset. There is always money. You just don't have the mindset to acquire it. Okay, that's where the problem comes. It comes, again, I was talking about it earlier. The only person sabotaging you, uh, you is who? yourself. Okay? So you have to get past that very, very quickly. Otherwise, you just stay stuck here. And that's what happens to most people. They never get past their own mindset around acquiring. They're like, I don't have any money. Okay. The other thing that people don't understand is <clears throat> in business, debt is good. 
Okay, let me say that again. In business, debt is good. Let me explain that. We've all been raised with the mindset of debt is bad, okay? And there's, there's truth to that. Personal debt is bad. If you're in debt personally, that is, you know, you're liable for it, try to get out of it. It's, there's nothing good about it, okay? However, business on the other hand, debt is simply a resource. Essentially, it is another way, it's called, you know, in some people, you've heard the phrase OPM, other people's money, okay? Operating a business using other people's money is a way to grow your business very, very quickly. Okay, so if you don't have money, you can acquire business debt. Why? Because the purpose of having a business, by the way, is to build an asset that generates income. Okay, and that income is what you will use to service your debt. So if you have an asset that generates in enough income to service your debt, then that business will pay off that debt for you. Hopefully this is making sense, okay? Because we go run into a lot of people that have a lot of struggle with this concept because they've been raised with this point of debt is bad, okay? Most successful businesses, if you look, I mean, just look on uh, <clears throat> Yahoo Finance and take a look at the largest companies in the world and then take a look at how much debt they have. They're carrying tons of debt. That's why they grow so quickly, okay? I'm not saying just take debt on, take on debt willy-nilly. That's not my point. My point is don't be afraid of it in business because it's just a tool like anything else, okay? Because if you do this, you will get yourself to a stage very quickly, a stage called stability. This is where you're starting to actually generate, your system is starting to generate money. The team that you have around you is starting to run the system. And now you have some predictability in your, in your life. Okay, the business is making money. People are running the business. You now are not working in the business. You're working on it. I'm sure you've heard that phrase, right? Don't work in the business, work on the business. What does that actually mean? Exactly this, okay? Well, your job as the owner of a business is to grow the business, not to run the day-to-day -day operations of it. Does that make sense? Okay, you, your job was initially to build the system and bring on the team. We talked about some of the tools you need, okay? Now your job becomes to actually run the business. Get out of the day-to-day -day operations, become the guy who's either the face of the company, you're marketing the business, and you're growing the company. That's your number one job. Because if you do this well, and by the way, at this stage, I should say, you have to ask yourself a very, very important question. Okay, the most important question you have to ask yourself at this stage is why? Okay, why are you at a stage where you are stable now, which is money is coming in, things are working, and before this, you were at a stage where that was not the case. You didn't have enough money. Okay, you, things were not working that well because you have to be able to answer this question in order to go further. <clears throat> and the important thing to understand here is, who gets to answer this question? Most people say, oh, well, you know, it's me. I've been here the whole time. And obviously, that's not the right answer. The people who get to answer this question are the people who are giving you the money. The money you have now that you didn't have before, right? Your customers. So you have to understand why are the things what things in your business are working well, what is it that your customers like about your business, and why are they willing to give you more money now than they were before? Because if you understand this, what should you do? Lots of it. Understand what about your business is making money, and only do those things and stop doing everything else. Okay, in some sense, you have to almost consolidate. Do less things, but do lots of them. Because if you only do the things that work, if you only do the things that people are happy about and they want to pay you money for and you do lots and lots and lots of it, what's going to happen? 
you're going to make lots and lots and lots of money. Okay. Then you will move up to a stage called abundance. This is a stage where you have an abundance of time, of money, and most importantly, of energy. And also, by the way, this is a stage where the IRS will get very interested in you, right? Back in the chaos days, they couldn't give a crap, right? Now the IRS will get, will get very interested, okay? So you have to watch for that as well. Yeah, but this is the stage where if you did take on debt in the past, right? This is the stage where you pay off that debt, okay? And this is the stage where you finally start to experience what living the dream starts to feel like. Because now you finally have an abundance of time, of money, and like I said, the most important thing that we never even discussed this whole time, but is of energy, right? We talked a lot about energy in the prior episodes. And if you haven't heard, I think it was the second episode, you really go ahead and um, listen to that. Because basic principle in life is success requires energy. It's the number one reason why people don't succeed in life. It's because they just don't have enough energy to go after the things that they're, they're interested in, okay? And so through this whole process, it's very, very important to learn how to manage your energy levels. And your energy levels are directly determined by your mindset, by the little voice in your head, by the things you say to yourself on a daily basis, right? If you're constantly feeling like you're not good enough, what is that going to do to your energy levels? Is it going to raise it or drop it? Obviously drop it, right? So you have to, like I was saying earlier, become very, very conscious of what's going on in the subconscious mind. What are the agreements that you have? What is the little voice that's saying to you so you can manage your energy levels? Only that allows you to move through these stages that I'm talking about. Go from invisible to chaos and manage the chaos in your life so you can get to stability. Push through st stability so you can get to abundance. Because stability is a very tricky stage, by the way. I missed saying this earlier. <clears throat> because what happens with people when they get to stability is they tend to like relax a little bit. They tend to cruise. And people think that, oh, finally, man, I mean, this chaos thing was killing me. Now I got some stability. It could be a dogfight to get up there. But if you, if you stay there and try to coast, very quickly you will find yourself sinking back into chaos or maybe even invisible. You know, so this is something you have to watch. You've got to really push, push, push until you get to a stage of abundance. Okay? Now at a stage of abundance, you, know, you actually have the ability to take a step back a little bit and enjoy life. Okay? Enjoy the life that you worked so hard for. But if you want to push further, this is where you can really, really make a life that's really a dream life. Okay? That a life very, very few people will ever experience. You know, which is getting into a position of power, okay? Where you take all of the things that you've uh, realized that you're very good at in abundance, and then you expand them. You expand them into either adjacent markets, additional services, different types of clients, and you become the power player in your space. You become the person that everybody goes to when they think of this space. And the truth is, you know, in any market, it doesn't matter what it is. The power players are the top one, two, or three. And the top three players in any space, they probably take, oh, they take in 70 to 80% of the revenue of a space. It's just the facts of life. The other you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 200 companies, they all fight over the scraps, the remaining 20, 30%. So it's a great idea to pursue being the power player in your space, whatever it is. You don't have to be a big company like Apple or Amazon. You could be a power player in whatever it is if you're, you know, if you have an ice cream shop, a pizza shop, whatever you do, you can be a power player in your space. Because when you get there, you will experience the type of life that is rarely experienced. Okay? That's really where you understand the value of living your dream. So hopefully today's episode has been helpful. This is Karan Dillon, host of the show, Live the Dream. And I look forward to seeing you back next week. 
you for tuning in to Live the Dream. Please join Karin Dillon along with Tom Pearson and Marissa Marseille for another program next Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have a dream living week. 